Hi everyone, welcome to the Holistic Soul Podcast. I am your soulful guide, Ashley Tracy, and this week's episode we'll be talking about the astrology for the week ahead for December 4th through the 10th. So I'm really loving this week and I actually pulled the Nine of Cups for the energy overall for this week. So it's going to be, if you look at that card, how beautiful is that? Like heart opening, expansive, um, all about joy. And we actually have a lot happening um, astrologically this week. And I'll go through each day, major transits that are going on. And I'll also kind of highlight the days that I like the best. Um, but there is a lot happening this week. And it's the week before we have Mercury stationing retrograde. So it's slowing down Mercury, but it's 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 not necessarily at a full stop or retrograde just yet. So we can still see things happening um, and moving forward in a way that's productive. So we'll kick off with starting on Monday the 4th. So on that day, the moon is in the sign of Virgo and it's the third quarter moon in Virgo and our biggest shift that week or that day <clears throat> is Venus moving into the sign of Scorpio. So Venus is leaving her home sign of Libra that she's been in for the last you know 40 days or so weeks and she's moving into the sign of Venus. Venus in Scorpio, usually is going to be a really passionate, deep, intense experience for Venus. Um, Venus is typically happier in the sign of Libra, but her movement into Scorpio, she actually makes a trine to Saturn, which we'll talk about that for Tuesday the 5th. And, you know, just really beautiful aspects. So she'll actually have an opposition to Jupiter, which is, you know, the two benefic planets, the ones that kind of bring growth and abundance and enjoy interacting, we always want to see that happen. So she's actually going to have a really nice transit through Scorpio. Yes, our emotions, our desires are going to turn a little bit more um, inward in the sense of intensifying our passion, our desire for um, deep connection. When Venus is in the sign of Scorpio, Let's say you have that natally, for example, in your birth chart. Venus shows us what we desire and what we want in relationship, in all relationships. And Venus in Libra, yes, it's connection, it's partnership, but it has this like surface level energy because it is an air sign, right? Whereas Venus in Scorpio, Scorpio is a water sign. It's about what our soul desires deep down. And so... Venus and Scorpio is going to about, be about like connecting deeper, more intimacy, less superficiality. Scorpio does not do superficial. So when Venus is in the sign of Scorpio, she craves, like really craves uh, intimacy, true intimacy in the sense of deep soulful connection, right? This is, I see you for everything you are inside and out and you see me. Right? It's like standing naked in a room full of people, um, right? Like at first there's that bit of like, oh gosh, this like vulnerability comes through. But if you push through that, right, and allow yourself to truly be seen, you know, for all that you are, that's what this transit's about. 
and connecting with another person, be it a friend, a romantic connection, a family member. Um, Venus tends to be all relationships. But when we are specifically looking at romantic relationships, we do want to see the placement of Venus and what that's going to signify. And so I really want to emphasize that you're going to be craving deeper connection during this time. So if you're single or currently in a relationship or happy being alone, doesn't matter. Um, we're all going to have these, our desires shift to not just connecting, but truly getting to know someone on a deeper level, right? And kind of not being happy if things are on a superficial level, right? We don't really want that when Venus is in Scorpio. So she's going to have a nice time. Now, the next day on Tuesday, the 5th, we have Venus making a trine to Saturn because Saturn is currently in the sign of Pisces, which is water. So when Venus enters water, they're going to talk to each other and they're going to be like, hey, um, let's do this, right? So I usually see when we see Venus, Saturn transits, especially helpful ones like a trine. A trine is a harmonious aspect in which they're speaking the same language, right? Everyone's on the same page. And so Venus making a trine to Saturn, that's a day of commitment, right? So maybe you're, you've been seeing somebody and you have a conversation that day about, let's do this, right? Or you're in a relationship or a, a commitment already. Well, how can we deepen that commitment? How can we align that commitment with what we both desire? And how can we work on this commitment so that it lasts long term? Because actually some of the things I want to see, for example, if I work with clients, that are getting married or picking a wedding date um, or they get engaged, you usually see a, a helpful Venus-Saturn aspect because we need Saturn for that commitment, right? Um, this could be from a business or creative project standpoint, you committing and agreeing to doing something and partnering with someone. So this could show up in your business, in your work, um, in your friendships where you just agree on some sort of partnership deal or um, or this could be you committing to a course of learning or something that you're making this commitment to yourself to, you know, because Venus is also our self-love. So there, it could show up in many different ways, but it is a really beautiful day. And actually, the moon is still in the sign of Virgo all day on the 5th. And so we really are focused on our daily routines, you know, um, our health, our wellness, our well-being. And so that's one of my favorite days this week. I think that's a really beautiful day, having that helpful aspect between Venus and Saturn. And then also having the moon in Virgo. So we really are committing to something that's really good for us, mind, body, soul. Okay. And then the next day, um, on the 6th, we have a bit of a void moon in the morning, and um, and if you are a follower of mine, you know I talk a lot about the void moon, and I work a lot with clients on the void moon. But um, we'll have void moon that morning, in which, um, in which there's a little bit of a rest period. So you know, it might be a slower morning that morning, and that's fine. Um, and then the moon's going to shift into the sign of Libra on Wednesday the sixth. Uh, around 9.15 mountain time. So adjust for your time zone. Um, and so then we're going to have the moon being ruled 
by by Venus, kind of having more of that Venusian energy coming through when we have the moon in Libra. So we're all going to feel like a desire to partner or to connect with people and be a little bit more social. And it's just going to further boost maybe some of the agreements that you made on the 5th. And so really like that um, day for that. We also have Neptune stationing direct. And so Neptune's an outer planet that's been retrograde for a long time. All of the outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, have a longer uh, retrograde cycle. So it, we feel it more internally. So during the Neptune retrograde, we go inward and really connect to our intuition, okay? We are connecting to that sense of knowing, right? And less external noise. And so you might have been spending a lot of time really reestablishing that connection to your intuition. And now that Neptune is stationing direct, moving forward, you'll be ready maybe to share some of that with others, maybe share some of that gifts or maybe put it into practice. Uh, when I work with clients and even in my own journey with, I have moon conjunct my Neptune in my birth chart, which, you know, when I see that in a birth chart, when any Neptune aspect to the sun, moon rising typically indicates somebody's very highly sensitive and can pick up things in the environment, um, what other people are feeling. And it took me a while on my own journey to understand that it actually manifested as some anxiety for me um, for a little bit in my life because I didn't understand where I was feeling these, where they would come from. For example, I would walk into a restaurant or be somewhere and I'd be in a great mood and I'd walk in somewhere and next thing you know, my mood completely changes. I start to feel some something that's like, what is going on? And I talked about this in the previous podcast of with Neptune energy, you have to ask what's mine, what's not mine, right? And so with this Neptune stationing direct, there's a little bit more clarity coming as to why our sensitivity right? Our intuition. And so you may have been developing more of that connection to spirit, to your soul, to your intuition, whatever you want to call it, God, whatever, whatever works for you. You've been maybe deepening that connection and now it's time to put that into practice. It's time to trust. It's time to surrender. One of the things with Neptune energy is there are forces outside of our control. When we try to control, we actually limit ourselves. So there are forces outside of our control, you know, that are working on our behalf. And with Neptune direct, it's like, okay, can you trust that? Can you say, I trust the timing of my life and I release trying to control every little thing so that, so that, I mean, you're still going to have to work for it, right? We're human, right? We don't just say, I'm not going to do anything, right? Like nothing, we're human. We have to do something. But it's more so I'm not going to hold on so tightly because I've developed a deeper trust in myself and in life that I'll allow this to unfold as it's meant to. And I'll live my life. I'll trust my intuitive nudges of do this, don't do that. And that's going to be like how I steer myself. But the path is laid out. I'm just going to kind of try to stay along this path and not veer off, right? Because how many times, I've been there, done that. How many times have you gotten this like intuitive knowing and you're like, no, no, push it aside. I'm gonna just like do this. And the next thing you know, you veer, you're, you've, you've gone on this like, like detour for like years of your life, right? You learned a lot, you grew, and then you came back 
to the path, right? Came back to the trusting yourself and trusting life. So long-winded explanation, but ultimately Neptune stationing direct is for you to put to practice that trust that you've created and developed within yourself and within life and spirit moving forward. So, okay. All right, the next day on the 7th of December, also one of my favorite days, really love the aspects of this day. Um, the moon is still in the sign of Libra. And on this day, we have two aspects happening. We have the sun making a trine to Mars. So the sun that, the sun making a trine to Mars. And we also have Mercury making a trine to Jupiter. Okay, so on this day, we're going to see, oh, sorry, sun making a trine to Chiron. I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, that didn't make sense to me. Okay, so the sun in Sagittarius is trining Chiron in Aries. And so this is a bit of healing energy and putting energy and focus and uh, into your own healing. So Chiron is the wounded healer. It's an asteroid, but it's also how we integrate along this healing journey. So it's not just our wounds. Usually Chiron shows up early on in life and asks you to integrate what you've learned. Then as you continue along your healing journey through life, and once you integrate, the final archetype of Chiron is the alchemist. It's where you're the, your greatest gift was that wound that now you're able to help other people. So Chiron's one of my favorite um, one of my favorite planetary things to look at in the chart, um, especially for those who identify. Uh, I mean, we're all healers, but those who identify maybe in their career or their passion or mission in life is to be a healer. Um, you're going to see a strong Chiron signature in your birth chart. Um, oftentimes we do. And so this day, there is a bit of like healing something. And because the moon is in the sign of Libra, and we've been talking a lot about this Venusian energy, we might see some of those relational themes come up. But it also, depending upon where this hits in your birth chart, um, you'll know more. But... So Sag Aries energy is what we're looking at here with the sun in Sagittarius and, and the Chiron in Aries. So again, there's just an opportunity for some healing. And with Mercury making a trine to Jupiter, which we love, right? Um, this is a day to communicate. So, or to make agreements or make commitments. Really this week on Tuesday and Thursday, there's really strong... Um, energy for signing contracts, making a commitment, having important conversations. Um, I really like those two days the best. And those, those are my favorite for the week ahead when it comes to those things. If you have something to promote or to, maybe you were gonna ask for a raise or do something along those lines, I would say Tuesday or Thursday are the days that I would probably highlight for that. Um, so really great energy. And Mercury, again, is the planet that rules communication, um, our thinking, our learning. Jupiter is expansion and growth. If you're going to sign up for a course, I mean, maybe, shameless plug, I have an amazing planning your year ahead course available. Uh, we start in January. It's four live weekly meetings. 
Um, you get amazing resources. I actually have um, this amazing year ahead guide that you'll get um, along with me just one-on-one -on -one teaching you how to apply all of these transits and planetary movements to your own birth chart so you can plan your year ahead and navigate it with ease and empowerment. So if you are interested in signing up, you can visit ashleytracy.com and look for it under my shop. And hey, maybe on the 7th you decide to pull the trigger and um, sign up. It would be a great day to do that, to commit to learning something. It could also be you buying a new book um, and reading something that just like shifts your perspective and expands your mind or having a conversation with someone that you really got to see. Maybe you've been struggling with something because of that sun trying Chiron and you have this conversation and it really just helps you heal something that you have been struggling with for a while. I could see that also happening on the 7th as well. Also a great day, looking for a counselor, a therapist, or a coach. Maybe, maybe, maybe look. One of the things I always tell when I refer my clients, because I refer my clients out a lot to um, coaches and therapists and, and um, different types of healers, is trust how you feel. Do you connect like, do you get an intuitive hit? Put that Neptune direct into, into actual practice. Of like, do you get an intuitive hit when you come across someone's website or social media and your body and your intuition's like, yes, that feels good. Trust that. And also trust when it's a no. Um, you'll see uh, in astrology, there's something called synastry. When you take two birth charts and put them um, you know, next to each other and you see how they align and oftentimes you're going to see those connections with people that you commit to working with in some way. Um, so there's, you're always going to meet who you're meant to meet and trust that, trust that life is on your side for that and you'll always get who you need. And so when you are looking for courses or counselors or healers or anyone that you want to work with, trust your intuition on who's right for you because we all speak a different language and sometimes One's, one person's language resonates and the other one doesn't. So there's no right or wrong. It's just trusting that you are going to be guided to who's meant for you. I always say that same thing too when it comes to like book recommendations. If you like have someone keep recommending a certain book or um, let's say, you know, they're, you come across you're in a library and just like, wow, I keep seeing the same thing or what it, whatever. Trust that, like, that's like a little nudge, too, from spirit saying, hey, maybe you, should, maybe you should read that, right? So, or, you know, who knows? So uh, I love the 7th. I think it's such a great day. And with that moon in Libra still, it also would be a nice time to connect with people and be a little bit more social. On the next day, on Friday, the 8th, we have the moon in Libra for most of the day. And then we have a bit of a void period um, from about... In, in the evening time and before the moon enters Scorpio. So that evening, the moon will enter the sign of Scorpio. And so we're going to have a weekend in which we have a Scorpio moon where that means the moon's going to be aligning with Venus and Scorpio. So it's actually going to be a beautiful, maybe a little more intimacy, connection, just soulful conversation. And that Friday really kicks it off with the moon entering the sign of Scorpio that evening. Um after the void moon period. 
and into Saturday on the 9th, moon in Scorpio all day. This is the day that we actually have Venus in Scorpio making an opposition to Jupiter in Taurus. And so, yes, it's an opposition, but opposition energy, meaning they oppose one another, um, they, they share something in common. And so you're just kind of, you know, compromising a little bit of how do you want to do something? Well, how do you want to do it? And then like, let's find a way that works for both of us. And Jupiter and Venus are the benefics in astrology, meaning these are the planets that typically are very helpful. Um, I will say one thing to watch out for with a Venus-Jupiter opposition is these are both planets that really love to indulge. So if I was going to say there's a day you might indulge in a little bit more pleasure or some, you know, pleasure-seeking activities, it's probably going to be the ninth. So what, you know, just be aware of that. And maybe you might eat or drink a little bit too much. Um, but, you know, enjoy life, you know. Um, my motto is everything in moderation, but I have a pretty strong Saturn in my chart. So he's always there being like, don't go too far. Um... I could see this also to spending a little bit too much because that sometimes I can see with Venus, Jupiter um, aspects is watch out for your spending if you're on a budget. Um, it might be hard to stick to your budget that day. So again, we pulled the Nine of Cups this week. So I think there's just a lot of joy to be had and pleasure to be had this week. Um, and then that same energy carries over into Sunday, the 10th, Moon still in the sign of Scorpio. So we're still having this connection to um, more passion, more intimacy, more connection on a deep soul level. And I will say that sometimes with the moon and water signs, especially Scorpio, we might have emotions and things come to the surface that we usually don't um, pay attention to. So I would listen to that. I think I don't think they're going to be overly intense. I think they're going to serve a purpose. They always do. But I think that they're going to be tied to what you really desire um, and want in your life and not settling, right? With Venus, aspects we've had last week and this week, don't settle for less than you deserve, okay? I really, I think Saturdays also were one of my favorite days this week. The only caveat would be just don't go too far um, because I just don't think you'll... There's not a lot holding you back on Saturday. And then Sunday, one of my good friends, she's uh, the Evolved Therapist. Her name is Colleen Nelson. Uh, she has a podcast as well called Let the Rest Burn. And um, she always, she taught me the coin of vulnerability hangover. Uh, so after we like expose ourselves and share these really deep things about ourselves, the next day we tend to get this vulnerability hangover. And Sunday, if... If you go a little too far on Saturday, there might be that energy of like, oh my gosh, did I expose too much? And I just want you to know that you're never exposing too much for the right person because being authentically yourself and sharing who you are truly is the most beautiful thing that you can do. And if somebody is not ready to receive that energy, they're not right for you, right? Or maybe they need time and you have to have that conversation. So you just trust that you feeling what is necessary for you to share is correct in that moment for you. And yeah, sure, vulnerability is the, it's, it's difficult to be vulnerable. 
right? Like it's a hard thing to do. It's not something that as humans, we're really comfortable doing. And so it's brave. And one of the things I love about Scorpio energy, and I think Scorpio is probably the most misunderstood sign in the Zodiac there in Virgo. People think Virgo is boring. They're not. People think Scorpio is scary. They're not, right? Scorpio is like, there's this magnetism and this sense of empowerment. And like, it's traditionally ruled by Mars. So there's a bit of courage to be vulnerable. And yes, it takes time to build trust. And we're not just going to be vulnerable with some random stranger. I'm talking about with people that you're letting into your heart, letting into your life. Allow yourself to be vulnerable and give yourself the grace and comfort you need after being, you know, opening up to, to just allow yourself to be with how you feel. If you feel a little scared, that's natural. It's scary to open your heart to other people. You know, it's scary for the fear of getting hurt. But guess what? We all get hurt, right? And don't we grow through that? And you're resilient. And that's what Scorpio message is, is you are resilient. And so I really just want to make sure that if you are feeling a little bit of that, you know, fear, allow yourself to feel it. You're human. And trust that, hey, I'd rather live my life with an open heart than with a closed one. So on that note, I think we're going to close and end this um, this episode. And I just want you all to know that you're loved and thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, um, you know, share the love, spread this with someone that needs to hear it. And I will see you all next week. Have a good one.